And a good Monday afternoon to you, and yes, it is time for the McFarland Show. Darren and Justin here with you, and we are live in the Strikers Bear Family Fun Center studio. DJ Damon is alongside for the ride for the next two hours, and I hope everybody had a great weekend, and happy President's Day for whatever that's worth. Yeah. A lot of people are off today. They certainly are. Listen, it's a federal holiday, you know. A lot of people didn't bother to do work or school today. It's just one of those things. No school. No. And a lot of places give uh, people off now on President's Day. Yeah, they do. It's a paid holiday for a lot of folks. Yeah. So they just lay back. I mean, it was for us, too, but we decided to opt out and come in anyway. It was? No one told me anything about this. I'm sorry. It was a joke. No. No, Kim. But wait a minute. Did I miss the text message? Did I miss the email? No. No. I thought it, you know. No. No one said anything, so I thought we were here. You know, so I'm here. I'm here because I thought we were here. I didn't know there was an we option. Are, we, we are. I didn't, there, know there there was a, I didn't know there was an opt out. No, there wasn't. There was no opt out. Okay. <laughs> never know. Never know. Seriously. I, never, I, never I just know. think it's hilarious that you actually thought. What? Huh? What? Huh? What? Did what? we? We did? There was a thing? I didn't vote. No. <laughs> or didn't know there was a ballot, let alone vote. So our first weekend without football. Yeah. What did you think? Um, you know, it, it was time for, for some family time. I, you know, went and saw a play down at T-Pac. Oh, really? Uh, with my lovely wife. What Absolutely. did you see? Went and saw Tina. It's the Tina Turner musical. Let me just say it. What's the matter with that? I took my glasses off for this. <laughs> he got, got involved it's very for very serious. Okay. He took his glasses off. I tried to get tickets. This was going to be, you know. Look, we've been, the wife and I have been together almost 19 years. So after a while, like Christmas is, you know, like you run out of, like we, sure, you know, it's like, I sure, don't sure. know what you want, you want me to yeah. do. Like we, yeah, yeah. we need something we go get. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. know, what well, this is, okay. yeah. we're 19 years into this. So. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. So we do enjoy uh, uh, off the sports beaten path. Yeah. Right. We do enjoy T-back. Okay. And so we, we go and we, we, in fact, we used to go a lot more. We don't, don't attend like we used to. Sure. But, um, wait a minute, Darren. You said 19 years. Mm-hmm. You deserve an applause for that. Let's, let's... He's trying to oh. okay, incorporate everyone. Wow. 19 years. You, you deserve this. Well, thank you. All right. There Actually, it is. That, my wife deserves it. <laughs> yeah, there it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. This is for your wife. <laughs> Actually, that should be a standing O for her. Oh, yeah, well, let's do it one more time. <laughs> for Lauren, everybody. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Lauren and Darren. All right, okay. So, hey, awesome. this was one of my, okay, and I've done this in the past. You know, sure. like Wicked or, you know. Yeah. The, the big ones come, right? Yeah. And so it's, that's been like a Christmas gift. Sure. In the past. Like, yeah. Like surprise her with that. And then we'll go yeah. have a nice dinner beforehand. Sure. And, dinner you know, and make, a show. Make it an evening. This yeah. Stuff that we don't too much anymore that we used to do all the time but, responsible you know, adults we are. have a kid and you yeah know, that just kind of responsible adults get shot to hell yeah <laughs> so that was one in back in late november early december when i was like looking i was like what can i and i was yeah. like okay that let me just see i haven't looked at the schedule let me yeah it's like oh that would be one that would interest us yes the tina there were when yeah. did you get tickets because when i did this hunt probably a month out from uh, christmas we'll talk off the air about that oh um, okay. but yeah it's it's one of those things there was nothing yeah nothing <laughs> like singles only yeah and it was singles you know 
not in good places, right? Yes, they're I wor- basically the worst seats in the house. Yes, we've got a single seat available and the worst seats. The in worst the house. seats in the house, and you were going to have to pay through the nose for those. Yeah, I, it just yeah. so I was just didn't make sense. Honestly, I was a little bit surprised because you know that doesn't happen. Up they they sell out, but but that far, you know, I was like still a good month out or not a month. It's yeah. It's now, yes. Yeah, I was looking yeah. in, you know, late November. Yeah, and I'm thinking, I'm good. I'm way good. Yeah. No, no, not good. That one was a hot ticket. Yeah, clearly, that one was a hot ticket. So I tried. Yeah, and you know, I told her, "What does that do? Nothing. No, it's not." I thought, the thought, hey, counseling. just so you know, like, do you like have maybe the, could I get some points? Do you from, have the tickets? Just so no, you know, no, you don't have the tickets. I really tried hard, yeah, for Tina and Elite back and she's like, "Oh, yeah, that would have been cool." And I'm like. Yeah, I don't know why I told you, but work, yeah. I just want you to know that I did try, yeah. but yeah. failed. Yeah, I'm on the fence about what I tell my wife I tried for or don't. I usually don't, but I don't know why I felt compelled no, to tell her. Now because I did try. Rise and like, then Justin, and, yeah, I went through every tough. day, yeah, every section, yeah. every day. That it was. I, I, don't, I it's didn't like, know you were this hard up for these things. It was there okay. for almost a week, or it's, yeah, it's actually I back for a think week, four or five, sh- or, or four five, five maybe days, five I think days. Five days and yeah, I think they're doing. And then well, like some the days weekends, they do two shows. Yeah, the Saturdays and Sundays they did two shows. Yeah, yeah. So or maybe even Friday. Maybe even Friday. Anyway, we, we did the Saturday matinee. I felt compelled. Yeah, to tell her how hard I tried for those. Man, and I failed. Well, now I feel bad for bringing it up. No, I feel don't like feel I'm, bad. I'm rubbing it in your face or something. No, that I, want. Didn't I, that I didn't story. know that. No, you didn't know that. <laughs> no, I had no clue. So was I'm it, sorry, Lauren. Was it good? Oh, it was great. Oh okay. man, I mean, you know, now I feel bad. No, no, it wasn't worth your time. Don't worry about it. <laughs> you, you didn't, didn't miss, anything. miss anything. You didn't miss anything. It was bad. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't sing her face off at all. No, she didn't act. Didn't or, even look like Tina. Didn't Turner. even it look was except for blah, all of it. Blah. You know, except you know, except for. Most of it. <laughs> Except for all the standing ovations that she got yes. during the course of it. Three, uh, yes. <laughs> uh, boy. I can't, I can't lie. Boy. Because uh, the folks the folks might be listening. Now, T-Back, listen, I, you know. <laughs> just in case just T-Back in case folks, folks are listening. You know, have an ear out. You know, listen, it, it was a great show. I can't, can't deny it. Uh, they did a great job. Um Although I will say, I think some of the, I think some of the folks would have been willing to trade. I, I'm not gonna, and I'm gonna pull myself back a little bit here from saying what I what I you know I think I, I might want to say. But let me just say it this way: I think there are some folks who are down there going just because they are T-Pac season ticket holders. Okay, and maybe Tina Turner wasn't quite their thing, so. I'm not sure they were into it as much as some of the other Tina fans were, you know, because Tina Turner obviously passed away um, less than a year ago. Mm-hmm. We were here yeah, on the air long. when she passed away mm-hmm. uh, and is a global icon mm-hmm. of music. And so there are lots of people who love and enjoy her music. Then there's some other people just like anybody else who have heard of Tina Turner, but maybe Tina Turner is not quite their thing. So, but they're there. Because they, you know, bought the package, and here we are, and they're up there doing the thing, and they're just kind of like, yeah, yeah, okay, that was that was all right. I'm like, that was that was phenomenal. They're just kind of sitting there a little bit, and just like, eh. I'm like, oh, okay. So I think those folks, you know, if they knew, would have been willing to trade uh, some mm, tickets with you gosh. if they knew. We should have had this discussion. I didn't know a while back. Yeah, it's one just of those, in case they were listening. It's one of those things there. 
So anyway, yes, uh, they could have texted me on the text line. <laughs> they could have. Yeah, so that was part of what part of what we did, and it was it was I can't lie, it was a great time. So, and I looked definitely looked at the, that Saturday afternoon uh, matinee. Well, actually, you know, now that my son had a basketball game, we wouldn't have been able to go. So that would have been a bad idea. Okay, um, but yeah, no, I looked at all that. So well, good. Yeah, I had a good time with that. So it was packed. It was packed. Yeah. Uh, packed out. Well, you know, listen, it's two and a half hour show. Um, was it really? It was really a two and a oh, half. Wow. Like they went through the whole thing. They okay. went through Tina's entire episode. Um, so, you know, obviously in a, in a Tennessee native at that. And so, um, a lot of connections and familiar things being called out. So that, that was kind of cool as well. But, uh, and how she became what she became that, that story, if it's true, boy, what a story, what an absolute incredible story, uh, for one of Miss Tina Turner. Absolutely amazing. Absolutely. Or anime is, is her real name, but it was, it was wonderful though. Wonderful. Awesome. Yeah, so that's what I did. Okay. Uh, other than, you know, partake of the All-Star game and um, for what it was worth and the dunk contest and the three-point contest and uh, the Vanderbilt-Tennessee basketball game. You know, we I, I, I did take in some sports uh, for what it's worth. Um, but, you know, a lot of the sports that I watched, especially the Vandy-Tennessee game, wasn't mm-hmm. very uh, no. interesting to watch. No. Uh, I, you know, turned it on. And immediately after turning it on, I almost just wanted to turn it right back off um, <laughs> because it got out of hand real fast. Mm-hmm. They're up 31 at the half. Yeah. The score, some of those scores were just unbelievable. When I looked up at one point, it was 71 to 30 or something. I was like, is this is this for real? This is for real. Mm-hmm. This is what we're doing. Yeah. I mean, it's just. Hey, Justin. It's really rough stuff. By the way, I was uh, speaking of Tina Turner, y'all, story. I was at her old high school back in Nutbush City. They moved it there. Nutbush City. They actually moved it off the interstate where you can go see where she went to school at. Yeah. And the school is so small that it's amazing to see. They have all her dresses there. Where is this? It's over in West Tennessee. Going toward West Tennessee. Okay. Yeah, it's a little. It's a yeah. little school, and they got it in in her name. They mm-hmm. made it a museum. Now. Yeah, made it a museum, and yeah. it's amazing. She, they had a cotton mill there, and they had all this. Had her outfit she wore, and they showed where she sat in class, and it was so small. I'm mm-hmm. thinking, wow, one room schoolhouse out one there. One room schoolhouse. Yeah. Wow. You look. You walk through there, and you just feel the energy. And she was, and they even had a bed where one of the guys, I think, teachers stayed there. Something like that. And it was like so, so small. Like, yeah, wow. humble beginnings to be yeah. certain uh, for for Tina Turner without just, question. I'm still trying to figure out why I didn't get a ticket either. You know, Justin's got all these. Wait, wait a minute, hold on. He should have came. Hold on, hold on. I think he. I think honestly, Damon, he didn't want to tell. Like he's right. He's he like because I'm Justin McFarlane. I got connects. Yes. No, no I, it's not like that. I should know these things. I didn't think he wanted to rub my nose. He's being nice. No, I'm just you know just trying to. I don't think his story is. Well, hey, ding dong! I got a, you know, I got jumped on the bandwagon six months ago, right. and that's how I got tickets. Like you should have done. No, right. I think it's more like, hey, I made a call. <laughs> I said, I know, I mean, you hey, know. you know who it is? <laughs> yeah, it's Justin McFarland, Fox Seventeen. People uh, always think I have these show. magical that powers, happens, you know, and I, I just don't. That's but people think I have, have these magical powers. I prefer uh, to show up seats. places. You know, if you got it, okay. Cool. I just show up places and they let me in. No, no. No, yeah, you know that. <laughs> no, if anything, they they want me to get out. If anything, I'm like, are you here? Do you have the TV camera with you? Still, uh, I don't know. 
letting you in here and letting uh, exposing all of our secrets in okay, here. Okay, let's let's yeah. come back. It, look, it <sighs> Yeah. We have to talk about it. I I feel like because I I watch let me just tell you what. Yeah. Okay. No, what, I'm not going to tell what, you why. Well, I'm going to do it on the other side. What thing are you talking about? The, we're, let's go. We're gonna. We have to talk about Vandy. Okay, we have Vandy. To. I'm about to say because the there, Vandy Tennessee there's, there's game. Two really bad things that that were in the sports world this weekend that need to be addressed in 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 separate ways. So, okay. the Vanderbilt Tennessee is one thing, and let's, then there was the other thing that happened in Indianapolis that needs a mention. Okay, you're, you're going to have to carry that. So That's fine, and I will. Do some leg lifts during the break. Sure, I got you. All right, we'll come back. By the way, you can get in touch with us, 615-844-5600 is the phone line and the text line, and you can uh, chat with us on our YouTube page. I see Eric in Columbia. I see our buddy Johnny in Vancouver on there chatting right now, so you can jump in there. By the way, if you just type in WNSR Live, one word in the search, it'll take you right to that. You can watch the show and interact with the show. More of the McFarland Show coming up next here on WNSR. Hi, I'm Jeff Fisher. You know, you've probably heard by now that the Nashville Cats are coming back to Music City. Well, you are correct. They're coming back, and they're coming in hot starting April 27th with the first of five home games at the historic Municipal Auditorium. There will be an additional game at FNM Bank Arena in mid-May up in Clarksville, and that will be honoring our military. Single-game tickets as well as season tickets are on sale now. For more information, come visit thenashvillecats.com. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. 800-462-3333. Bob Steak and Chop House, located in the Omni Nashville Hotel, is a nationally renowned steakhouse specializing in the finest corn-fed Midwestern prime beef. The menu formula is simple. Incredible meat, gigantic shrimp, fabulous salads, and decadent desserts. Start your experience at Bob's with the fried calamari or fresh scallops. Seared in Texas burnt honey. All the beef at Bob's Steak and Chop House are USDA prime cuts. From the traditional fillet of tenderloin and ribeye to the adventurous Kansas City bone-in strip. They even have two different surf and turf options. And if you're looking for the other white meat, Bob's Steak and Chop House serves a dry-aged pork tomahawk with homemade applesauce. Fresh seafood is on the menu from salmon to scampi and even fresh lobster tail. For reservations, give them a Call or log on to the Omni Nashville Hotel website. Bob Steak and Chop House at the Omni Nashville Hotel. 
With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. It's a Bill King show. Brad, when that news hit, how did you respond? What were your thoughts? I'm always thinking betting first, but from a historical aspect, you know, there used to be debate as far as who the greatest is. It Bear Bryant is it Nick Saban. To me, it's Nick Saban, and I'm not a guy that lives in the moment. I just think Nick Saban is the greatest college football coach of all time. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. You're listening live from the Strike and Spare Studios, downtown Music City. It's the McFarland Show. 615-844-5600 as the applause continue. I think Damon seems to be blown away that we've been together almost 19 years. Damon's having fun with the sound effects. Yeah, well, that's fine. And that's fine. Yeah, with listen, that. listen. We all need something we, to We welcome that. It's okay. We welcome it. It's trying to make up for what was a dull weekend. It honestly <laughs> it really was. Well, it was relaxing. Yeah. It it was you know, but yeah, I guess it was kind of uneventful. We're so used to a lot going on, and actually, yeah. I probably welcome a little bit of the uneventfulness of it. It was so bad. But it'll get old. It was so bad. I watched me and my wife watched the movie about the Tallahassee Bridge. You remember the what's the story? The guy who jumped off the Tallahassee Bridge. No, Billy. Mm-mm. No. Yeah. You don't know about that? No. no. The love story of Bobby Joe and, okay. No, you got on. me. I'm sorry. I have no. It's a song written called, He Jumped Off the Tallahatchie Bridge, because he, he was just so in love with his girlfriend. Mm. Well, anyway, it's it's an old movie. But anyway, that means that I was very bored to watch that movie. We started uh, Suits on Netflix. Ah, yes. Because yesterday was Starring a complete Markle. sports war, a washout. Yeah. No Daytona 500. No. Just kind of. As a matter of fact, that should get started in about uh, forty minutes. And too cold, yeah, to really go outside and and do anything outside. Just not warm enough. Yeah. Yesterday, so we started that, and so that's that's really. And we kind of did a little marathon. Okay. Yesterday, enjoying it, enjoying yeah. the suits. Okay. Yeah, I, I really don't know a lot about it. I know it had Meghan Markle in it. Yes, that's what I know. Exactly. Outside know. of that, I'm not really sure. So Saturday night. Was Vanderbilt, Tennessee? I think they what they tipped at what five our time? Is that right? Something like that. Yeah, and it was just a Tennessee runaway. It uh, was good, good week for Tennessee. We'll play Vin, or play. We'll talk to Vince Ferrara in Knoxville. In fact, he's supposed to be getting uh, some interviews uh, after their practice in about ten minutes. And then hopefully it's all going to time out and he can join us at his normal time, the the, the beginning of the second hour. So Vince Ferrara, ninety nine one, the sports animal. There in Knoxville, they had a good week. They destroyed Arkansas and they destroyed Vanderbilt. I see a lot of you know Vanderbilt chatter on uh, social media. I I tweeted again. I just I felt like I needed to say something, and I said I think what I've said on this show, Justin, after mm-hmm. the game or at the very towards the very end of the game, I said, look, Jerry Stackhouse has played basketball at a high level yes, he for has. a long, long time. Yes, Does he Jerry has. Stackhouse 
know the game of basketball, of course. Anybody mm-hmm. that you know is going to push back on that, like I don't know what to say to you. Like that's it's silly. But that knowledge and him playing at a high level, both college and pros, for a good portion of of his life, right? Mm-hmm. A good portion of his adult life, basically his entire adult life, for the most part, has spent being a professional athlete and playing high level D one college basketball, North Carolina. Doesn't get much bigger than that. Nope. But that doesn't translate. That doesn't mean it's going to translate to him being a great head coach. It just doesn't. Um, we we know a lot of great players that have dabbled in coaching, and it hasn't worked. Nope. I think Larry Bird was a coach, was he not? He was. I think, Actually, he, he was he a had, pretty good coach. He had some pretty good success, now, actually. The, the name you're looking for is Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas has been a has been uh, a real failure. Magic yeah. dabbled in a little bit, did he? He did, yeah, he did. Bill Lambeer has dabbled. I think he's had a lot of success on the women, right, the WNBA. Yeah. Magic realized very quickly that this wasn't for him. Yeah. So, I mean, he got in and dabbled, you're right, and then got out pretty fast. Like, I don't think Jordan would have been a good coach. No. How about I mean, Patrick Ewing? Patrick Ewing, ah. great player. Didn't translate. No. Terrible coach. Great Hall of Fame player. Yes. Didn't translate. No. Okay. Just unfortunately, it was a fail. Uh, they Chris Mullen. Chris Mullen, Hall yeah. of Fame player, Hall of Fame player. Didn't, didn't really translate no, at all. No, and we could go on and on. Okay, you get you get the drift of this conversation. You get the I point. Do. Okay, and I've said it all year. Look, I don't know what he's doing day to day. I don't know what's going on behind the scenes. It seems like there's a huge disconnect. And all I can tell you is, from my eyeballs and watching what is about to be five seasons of no NCAA tournament. And a lot of these five seasons, just not good at all. That it's just not working. That's what I can tell you. I, I, I don't have anything personally against Jerry Stackhouse. I just know it's not working at Vanderbilt. And this just in, it may work somewhere else because Vanderbilt, as we know, is a hard job. It's a really hard job. It's not working. And whenever you last year they they went to Tuscaloosa and lost by fifty, and they went to Knoxville this year. And got run out of the gym. There's just too many non-competitive games. And of course, the really that's not even what's at the core of this. There's just not enough winning. And they're losing players. And it's not working. If they decide to bring them back, that's their prerogative. That They have every right to do that. If they're going to tell the public and Vanderbilt fans, like, hey, you just got to trust us. Your six will be different. Go ahead. No one's going to believe you. And no one's going to buy into that. But if you want to do that, go right ahead. But here's my biggest concern with all this, Justin. I mm-hmm. see the chatter on social media, which isn't much. I just I think they're in that danger zone. I don't think well, not danger zone. I think they're there. The apathy is set in, and there's just a whole lot of people right now that just don't care. So it really doesn't benefit you to get into these deep discussions because I just don't think there's enough people right now that care. They care enough. They they've checked out. Yeah. And I quite honestly, Justin, I'm not sure I blame them. Oh well, why would you? Because there's not a whole lot of good. No, the year is a wash going on. No, the year is a wash. Like outside of Vandy baseball and Vandy golf, what is there? I, I mean, mean yeah. I mean, the women got off to a great start, but they've settled into conference play and now they've you know, they've lost a lot. What is there? In SEC play, I get it. There's the conference cons- is loaded. What is there? There's construction. That's what there is. Yeah. 
There's right. construction. And that doesn't, you know, that doesn't excite anyone until it's done. No. I'd say not for now. Right? It's not for now. It's for later. So, you know, I, I continue as time goes on, the more I'm buying into the thing that I've told myself that Vanderbilt has put themselves on ice a little bit um, until a lot of this stuff over there at camp. Now, do I agree with the approach? No, you know, but as time goes on, it's the only explanation that makes sense to me of why they're taking the approach that they're taking um, because they just are, you know, listen, we're, we're cleaning up and we're trying to get ready for a brand new launch initiative, but we don't want to do all that now while we're under construction. We want people to come back when we're looking better over here and we're not looking good right now. So don't worry about it. I mean, it's just mm, kind of the, wow, just kind of the feel. I hope that's, not I'm the, kidding. I hope that's not it, the, it may not what be. it is, but if it is, and I'm not saying it's not Justin, if it is wolf, I mean, listen, this is, these are wow. the, these are the signals that I've been getting from them. And it's not from what they're saying. It's from their behavior. You know, this is what their, their attitude as of late. Yeah. So, you know, and, and, and on the court, I mean, listen, they had one player in double digits. Everybody else, here, here are the number 10, 3, 8, 5, 6, 2, 2, 7. That 7 is, is jumping and popping. Uh, four and six. These were the scorers tonight or the other night for Vanderbilt. Only one player in double digits. One. And he had 10. And Tennessee totally took their foot off the gas. They could have won. I mean, they won by 35. They could have won by 45, 50 if they, won, if they wanted to. It could have been another 50 points. Think about loss. this. Tennessee won by 35. Dalton Connect had 14 points. Right. That's what I said. They took their foot off the gas completely. I mean, they were being nice. They were coasting. They were being, right. They were being nice. Coasting. I think Rick Barnes respects Jerry Stackhouse, and I think he was being nice. Well, you don't want to completely house them. You know, at some point, you know, you don't want to. You know, there, there, there's a limit, and I felt like you know they can go ahead and win this game without you know going overboard here, even though 35 points is still a lot. I want to bring this up to you, but I want to get to Nate first, so I want sure. to pause this, all right? Because I, I do want to get your reaction because you understand the chatter, as do I. And I'm going to throw it back out there to you, but right. let's talk to Nate in Columbia first. Nate, what's up? What's up, guys? Hey, um, I I just wanted to ask. I've been hearing all of these um, commercials with Jeff Fisher about the Nashville Cats. Now, let me um, preface this by saying I've, I haven't really watched too much arena football before, and... I don't know how it all works with the needed space on the field and in, I'm going to say in the air for arena football. (laughs) So it could just be completely different, but they say that they're going to play one game at FNM bank arena Mm -hmm. in Clarksville. Yeah. Is the ceiling high enough? Well, I've never been in FNM bank arena myself. I mean, it should be a standard um, arena size. But they, they play in arenas around the country and right. have for years, so I, I would be shocked. They're not going to arenas with higher elevated roofs, if that's what well, you're asking. Well, I'm, th- I'm thinking more of, when I think of FN, like I said, I've never been there. Y'all haven't either. I think more of kind of the in-between Ford Ice, and like Bridgestone size. And so I'm wondering if the ceiling's high enough for them to like, you know, punt the ball. 
Well, there's not a lot they, of. They don't. They don't. They don't. They don't. They don't, they don't punt. punt. They, they don't, don't punt, punt. Nate. That's, <laughs> see, see, that's yeah. the thing. See, I've I've watched a lot. So okay. Spoiler yeah, alert. Hey, when, spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. don't punt. I was thinking. I was like, what? What? Is it? what? <laughs> yeah. And, and I will admit okay. this, Nate. It's weird for people who've never seen it. I talked to somebody else recently who had never seen arena football and was trying to grasp the concept of how you can play football. And, you know, on a basically an in, indoors in a basketball court, and in it's a strange concept, I know. But once you see it, it'll it, it'll make sense a little bit more. Okay, it just, like I said, it just didn't make sense to me, so I wanted to bring it up to y'all. Yeah. Well, there you go. All right. Hope we didn't spoil it. Appreciate you. it, guys. You're, yeah. Y'all doing? Yeah. Darren and I, you know, I, I would assume I know I have been to many Nashville oh, yeah. Cats games over oh. the years. Uh, when sure. I was in Huntsville, they had a they had an arena uh, football team down there, and they actually AF two team as they call it, arena mm-hmm. football team two, uh, the Tennessee Valley Vipers. Uh, mm-hmm. And I went and uh, saw many games over there at the the VBC or the Probst Arena, or whatever they call it now. Um, so yeah, I mean, and they play it. And listen, you want to talk about different size arenas? The Probst Arena next to Bridgestone Arena <laughs> are, are two very different size arenas. So if they can play. Arena football down there, I'm sure the you know FNM Bank Stadium or Arena can swallow it. Anyway. Okay. So you've heard this subject before. I have. You don't know where I'm going with this. No, I don't. The minute I bring it up. About because I'm just telling you, I have a feeling it's going to happen. I, I really do. Because, not that it's not worthy of bringing up, I'm just saying, because this is going to be seven years of no tournament. Yes. What? And... Was it? I think the eight out of ten or something like that. It's 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 bad. It's like basically yeah. no NCAA tournament in a decade. Yeah, they've lost well in the sea. Yeah, yeah, and it, it should never be that way for Vanderbilt basketball ever. But you you know you've heard this before, and I just have a feeling it's definitely going to get. I, I don't know if it's going to get any louder again. I need to know. I need to get a feel for what's the care. What's the care factor right now? It's, if there was still a huge, you know, everybody was still bought into the programs, I'd say, okay, you know, then I, I don't know what the, the the loudness would be. Yeah. But whenever you have real serious stouts, uh, the the care factor is really, really, really low right now. I don't know. But I have a feeling a subject that's been brought up before okay. is going to get brought up again. All right. Especially now that he's not coaching. Okay. Any idea who I'm talking about? No. There's a name that's been brought up many times in the past about Vanderbilt hiring. One of their own. Oh, one of their own. So, is this, didn't they already do this? Like, didn't they already hire, uh, who am I thinking about, um... It's not Drew Maddox, right? Is is this something else? That is, did I get it? Yeah. Didn't they already do that? No. They didn't, they've never hired Drew Maddox? No. Okay. I thought I missed. Okay, never mind. All right, never mind. All right. He was a coach at CPA forever. Okay. But he's not doing that anymore. Well. Won several state titles there. Okay. If you bring in Drew Maddox... You know, like you said, is is Drew Max cut out for I don't, I don't what know. today's basketball is with NIL mm-hmm. and transfer mm-hmm. portals and all that? Mm-hmm. You know, or is he just good with the kids? 
Um, I think he's good with kids. Yes. I think he'd be great for the fan base. And I'll tell you one of his close friends. Mm, okay, go ahead. That he would understand 100% about NIL and everything that's in today's game. He's very, very close to Shannon Terry, the owner and founder of On3. Okay. And obviously they're very tie, heavily tied into the NIL scene, transfer portal, all that stuff. Maybe in my mind they've talked about Drew Maddox coaching at Vanderbilt so much. I just thought that happened, and mm-hmm. maybe I just I thought it was like a one or two year thing, and I just missed it. No, um, you said that Drew Maddox would be good for the fan base. I, I disagree slightly. I think winning would be good for the fan base. Agreed. I'm saying initially. Could Drew, he give you warm and fuzzies? Drew you know, Maddox initially? gets it. Drew yeah. Maddox will be out. I guess what I'm getting at. Drew Maddox will be very present. He'll be very visible. Drew Maddox will be out there doing interviews. He'll be all over the place. He'll be shaking hands, kissing babies, doing all the stuff sure. that, you, that you quite honestly need to do at Vanderbilt. And they don't get it. There's plenty of them over there that don't get that. They do not understand it or just simply don't care because they don't, they're not doing that currently right now, and they don't seem like they have any interest in doing that, and he would do that. No matter what they would say to him, <sighs> that he would do that. Okay, and he's a very recognizable former Vanderbilt player who's okay. been here the whole time. It, and yes, he has, and is beloved, and I understand yes. all that, and 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 has the nostalgia with him and everything like that. And you're right, would come in and say all the right things and do all the right things. I just question whether or not he can actually win. Oh, um, that part I have no clue. And Justin. you know, and I don't either. We and, wouldn't you know, know until it happened. You know, he he would be. You know, I, I just you know going that route. You know, I just wonder, you know, and listen, they tried everything else, so why not? You know, he would, you know, that's he would stand I'm, as good as what I'm getting anybody at. else. Look, when do you remember when Rick Enzo was hired at MTSU? Yes. What was he? He, what, well. What was he doing? Wasn't he an assistant? Where, where was he? He was a high school. was very, very, very successful Shelbyville girls high school coach. Oh, Shelbyville. That's right. That's right. Okay. So. He, and, and they, you know, it was it was met with. Hmm, okay. You're going to hire a high school coach. Okay. Took a chance. I'd say that worked out pretty well. Yeah, yeah it's been working out very well. <laughs> He's been there a long time, and they've had a, a lot of success. And I'm not look, I'm not saying apples to apples, but it's the same thing. You think MTSU, you think Chris Massaro. That was one of Chris Massaro's first hires. Yeah. May have been his first hire. Yeah. You think he had any idea that whether it was going to work out to the, or not work out? No. He had no idea, just like anybody else. It worked out well. And again, I don't know. I'm with you. I don't know one way or the other. But, but, if you're at this point with Vanderbilt, like, okay, what do you, honestly, what do you have to lose? Well, you don't have anything to lose, per se. I just wonder, you know, well, why isn't anyone else hiring Drew Maddox? Like, what, 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 is, what is going on with that? Like, why is he, why is he available like this? Well, I don't think any any market. No one's going to look at Drew Maddox yes. the same as this market would look at Drew. Maddox. I agree, but you're going to hand Drew Maddox, and you know, and I know I'm about to use this term, an SEC job, just because he went to school there, and you know, and, and did well in high school and has local connects. You, mm-hmm. And now we're going to usher him into the SEC because I, because of that. I, 
I'm just simply throwing it out there. I'm just telling and you. And listen, I don't know. He I'm sure gotten, that subject matter will come up. He again. could have got lots and lots of phone calls from programs. I don't know. I mean, he can have people banging down his door for all I know, and he just don't feel like it right now. I don't know. I'm just saying that, you know. To, it, I'm just saying it may be time for them to get somebody who's Vanderbilt through and through. Well, they got that on the football team. How's yeah, that going okay. for them? All right. Fair enough. I mean, it's nice just, count. you know, okay. I, I, you know I, again, I think winning, what, you know, winning cures everything. I think you, know. you just called check. Yeah, no, I, it's not about calling check. I'm just saying, that, you know, it's hard to go home again. And I think there are some people who want the old Vandy magic to come back. And I, for one, question whether or not the Vanderbilt that everyone remembers is even possible anymore. I really do. Because it hasn't been around in a long time, and the Nashville that created that, I don't think it's around anymore. And you would need to rebuild it and make it something else. And you know, for those looking for the Memorial Magic with you know sixteen thousand people in the gym, boy, you got to do something real special for that kind of turnout right now in this current climate. And I just question whether or not that can come back with Drew Max or anybody else. I just, I just wonder. I wonder if you have a. If you have a program that's winning on a consistent basis, like they should be, they should be. There's no reason why Vanderbilt basketball shouldn't be successful. With that, with that being said, the landscape of Nashville and all the people that are rifling through this town in and out weekends or in during yeah. the week for business, whatever, right? It's the yeah. population has what since we've been talking oh. about doubled. It, 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 oh. How, how, Maybe not this? doubled, but up 40%, 50% since, okay. you know, since whenever. We since. know there's a whole – there would be people – they don't even have to be diehard. They could just be college basketball fans. They would go check out games. Those people are not going to check out games now. Like, they have no interest. No, no. But if it was something people were talking about, something that, you know, that was good, they were good, yeah. was a good product, yeah. there's a good team in town, they're more likely to go. They don't have to be a diehard Vanderbilt fan. They're like – Hey, it's gonna go. T- I live in Nashville, and there's an SEC team in my backyard. Yeah, I'm gonna go check out a good college basketball game. Like those people w- would do that. Right now, they're not doing that stuff. Now, yeah. not right now. No, not right now. Because that product is not enticing to them. No, you have to create an atmosphere over there, and you know. And sure, can it come back? I guess. I just, I just wonder though. I wonder if Drew Maddox is the guy, or if it's something else. But they're going to have to try something else. And I'm not even sure they're going to do it next year. I'm not. I don't think it's a foregone conclusion that Jerry Stackhouse is out of here at the end of this year. I don't. I think there's a strong possibility he can come back and do it again until they're done dusting or putting back the, you know, the the castle, or whatever they're doing over there. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Six one five, eight four four. 5600 is the phone line and the text line. More of the McFarland Show next year on WNSR. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today. Attention business owners. 
WNSR has some exciting opportunities for your business to thrive in the dynamic world of sports radio advertising. As the proud home of some of your favorite sports teams like the Atlanta Braves, Memphis Grizzlies, and more, we understand the power of sports in bringing people together and creating a passionate community. We believe that your business can become an integral part of this experience, reaching a diverse and engaged audience. Contact the WNSR sales team for an opportunity to discuss how Nashville's sports radio can elevate your brand to new heights. Whether you're interested in a specific sponsorship package or would like a customized solution, we are here to meet your advertising needs. Call 615-844-1039, 615-844-1039, or email saleswnsr at gmail.com. That's saleswnsr at gmail.com. Gas, groceries, utilities, you name it, the price of everything is going up. And if you're stuck in a bad timeshare with rising maintenance fees, the financial burden can be crushing. It is time to get your finances in order and get the real facts about that timeshare that you are stuck in and your options to get rid of it. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has been helping families out of horrible timeshares for over 10 years and has put together a complete timeshare exit information kit that he will send you absolutely free. To date, over 30,000 families have trusted Wesley Financial Group to help them out of financial hardship by getting them out of bad timeshares. Get the facts about how the timeshare industry works and your options for cancellation. Simply call Wesley now for your free timeshare exit kit and see how you can become timeshare free. Call 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. Once again, 800-462-3333. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Maybe it's a overreaction on Monday, but I'm going to, moving forward for me, pump the brakes a little bit on Kyle Shanahan. He's got to do it to be included as he's one of the best coaches in the NFL. Now, right now, I would say Andy Reid is one of the best coaches in the NFL, and he's one of the best coaches of all time. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Your exclusive Nashville Sports Radio WNSR Skyscan forecast. For today, we'll have an abundance of sunshine with a high of 56. Mainly clear tonight, low 30. Tuesday, sunny, high 62. Wednesday, sunny skies, high 68. Utilizing the resources of the Motherbug Network and National Sports Radio, I'm WNSR's meteorologist, Jim Rinaldi. Sports Radio, WNSR. The McFarland Show. Video streaming live on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube from the Strike and Spare Studio. On our text line, yeah, Doug says Rick Enzel, a high school coach, has lasted longer at MTSU than Rick Stockstill, hmm. who had previous college experience. That is true. That Rick is true. Enzel has been the coach. Since 2005, that was his first season. Not bad. Yeah, absolutely. Was that 10, 12, 14, 16, 18 years? Which I thought, how long was Rick Stock still there? Uh, 17 or 18? 16 or 17 years, yeah. Okay. 
Uh, Kevin in Florida on our text line says Nashville, talking about the Preds, lost to Dallas on Thursday night, 9-2, to and everyone in, La- in Nashville lost their minds and started questioning Brunette. Tampa Bay lost Saturday night, 9-2 to to Florida, and no one down here raised any concerns. Come mm-hmm. on, Nashville fans, stop overreacting to everything. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I'll say a couple thoughts on that. Yeah, just a couple. One... <laughs> I think Tampa Bay has earned the right not to overreact. Yeah. They want to, you know, they had a lot of parades down there over with the Lightning. Three. Yeah. They've done a whole lot of winning. They have. In the last decade. They have. So they've probably been trained not to overreact. Yeah. And this is, look, this is what I've been talking about. This is why I think if Barry Trotz gets a favorable offer, he needs to move on from UC Saros. They have got to get out of it. They're they're just I think they're stuck right now and middle the middle of the road is just not a great place to be year after year because after a while fans get bored with it you know it's okay for a while but now we're four plus years of just watching basically the same thing year in and year out the regular season looks the same and it's coming down to the final week or two you're either in you're out you're the eight seed you're the seven seed. And you're out in the first round. Okay. You should be okay with that for a while. And then after a while, fans are going to be like, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of bored with this. And so I, I just kind of feel like they, they need to get out of this. And if it means ripping the Band-Aid off, they're going to have to rip off the Band-Aid. And something that I haven't been in favor of, but people were also were saying this when I was having this conversation three years ago. Mm-hmm. And I think my mind has changed now because now it's just it's happening over and over and over and over again. And there is a certain good part that I guess the positive side is hey, you're never bottom out. You never you never bottom out and people will really lose their minds, right? Where you're just yeah. awful. Awful. Yeah. But you're winning once a week. When you do that, yeah. you get that high draft pick, which is what we've talked about. Yeah. That's how you get the star power. But you're also not in the position where you're living in the penthouse. You're not, you know, one of those teams everybody's identifying as, hey, that's probably one of the teams to beat. Yeah. To to Kevin's point, people are not freaking out in Tampa, and I I do want to speak on this very quickly. Nothing will change your relationship with your favorite sports team like winning a world championship. Nothing. Because it is a very unique thing because you spend most times, most franchises, most cities, you spend so much time chasing the chip. But then you finally win one, and then your scope of everything changes. So if you're a diehard Tampa Bay Lightning fan, and you lose 9-2, to two, when you want to overreact, the thing that keeps you from overreacting is memories of your favorite team lifting up the cup. Not just once, but twice within your recent memory, and you have warm memories. You know why people don't freak out as much? You know, and some some fan bases do. And let me let me let me say that real quick. You do have your Alabamas and your Yankees and the Lakers fans. They want to win the championship every year, and every year they don't win the championship, they freak out. But they're the exceptions, not the rules. Most people, when they don't win the championship, they're disappointed. But if you haven't won, if you've won one within recent memory, you kind of shrug it off a little easier and you kind of take it in stride a little bit easier. I speak that because, again, my relationship with the Chicago Cubs completely changed after they won the World Series. They won the World Series and all of a sudden now it's like taking the temperature 
on a burn on on a on a stove from boiling down to simmer. So when they don't win it the next year, are you disappointed? Of course you're disappointed. Are you devastated? No, you're not devastated because you have memories of the time they did win the thing. So until Predators, the Predators, the Titans, and many other teams, until they win the doggone thing, until we have the parade down Broadway, every single loss is going to feel devastating. It's going to feel, oh my gosh, because in the back of your mind, let me tell you what's playing. They're never going to do it. It's going to be terrible. It's always going to be like this. They've never done it, and they're never going to do it. That's the little saying that's playing in the back of your mind. You see 9-2. to two, That's another season down the drain. They're never, this team's never going to do it. If you're in Tampa, you're not playing that in the back of your mind because you've done it. So that little whisper in the back of your mind doesn't exist. Yep. And that's the difference. Yep. Uh, Kevin has texted back in and said, I would call in and debate with you gentlemen, but I had, uh, have a bad head cold and the voice oh, sorry, sucks. Kevin. So I, I can relate to that. Uh, so maybe in a few days. Okay. Feel fair enough. I look forward to it, Kevin. All right. Let's take our final break. Come back, wrap up the first hour of the McFarland show next year on WNSR. <clears throat> oh, beautiful gold rush with your sparkling top prize. You surely are a sight for sore eyes. And jackpot slots with your chance of $75,000 winners. Oh, how I'd take you for a candlelight dinner. Uh, sounds like people are really loving the new February Instant Game from the Tennessee Lottery. Play today for your chance to win up to $5 million only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzi. Rizm Kism of Rizza, a prescription-only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzi, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzi is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to Sky Rizzi. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to Sky Rizzi, there's nothing on my skin, and that means everything. your doctor today about Sky Rizzi, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit SkyRizzi.com or call 1-866-SKY-RIZZI to learn more. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using Upside, the free app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back just for buying the gas I was going to buy anyway. But is it a hassle to use? No, it's super fast and easy and I can cash out whenever I want. That's a total no-brainer. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code LIFT for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's promo code LIFT. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code LIFT for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code LIFT. Do you ever feel like gambling is causing financial strain or hurting your relationships? The Gambling Clinic has been helping people who want to change their 
traveling habits for over two decades. With physical clinics and remote online appointments, we're here to help you make informed decisions about your gambling so it doesn't lead to a bigger problem. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com so we can work together to help you win your life back. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. Hey, it's John Burton from News Channel 5 and the Greg Bogan John Burton Show. And I'm former All-Pro linebacker for the Tennessee Titans, also known as Mr. Monday Night, Keith Bullock. And I'm Patton Cook. We're inviting you to join us every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 for What's Good with KB and JB, the podcast show. All live on Nashville Sports Radio and all streaming platforms. We talk Titans, we talk SEC football, we talk NBA, we talk everything, and we also get a little petty from time to time. Make sure you join us. Text the Strike and Spare studio now at 615-844-5600. You're listening to The McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. It's true. We'll head to the east and head to Knoxville. We'll bring in Vince Ferrara coming up just around the corner. 99-1, the sports animal. We'll talk about the Vols' big win. Uh, actually, Lady Vols and the Vols, both winners over Vanderbilt. Men's side in Knoxville on Saturday night. The women were here at Memorial Gym yesterday. So we'll get into all things Tennessee with Vince coming up soon. On our YouTube page, Eric in Columbia said that he does not believe the Titans or the Preds will ever win the ship. See? He said, I'm just trying to be honest. Here it is. Calling a spade a spade. Here I, it I is. I think that's, you know, I hope Eric is wrong. Um, I don't I don't know why he feels that strongly, why it never would be the case. I mean, I, they both have been on the doorstep. And yeah, yeah, I, I get it. Neither one feels close at all right now. Things change. But I think though. Professional sports. sports, like it can change very quickly. It can change quickly. Never I mean, know. Never know. Look, the league has laughed at the Detroit Lions for four decades, five decades. Yeah, they've laughed at them. Yeah, they've been the butt of about every joke there is. Yep. Heck, the Cincinnati Bengals have been the butt of jokes. For a long time, and they've been to three Super Bowls. They have. And they're 0 for 3, but they've been they to are. 3. They have. And in between all those Super Bowl runs, they're a laughingstock. A lot of bad. A lot of bad. A lot of bad. A lot of bad. Yeah, a lot of bad. So it can change. Yeah. And that this market has not been like that. Thank goodness. No. But, but as we've talked about on this show, after a while, 25 years, I mean, a quarter of a century, and it's like, okay. Titans, spreads, they have been way more good than they've been bad. But to your point, and Darren. And bad really hasn't been that bad. To your point, though, even though the Bengals have not won the Super Bowl, the Reds have won the World Series. You know, it's been a little while, but they've they've won a World Series and multiple World Series in their history. And yes, the Detroit Lions don't have a Super Bowl championship, but other teams in Detroit have won championships. Mm-hmm. Detroit Pistons have won several NBA Red championships. Wings. The Red Wings. Oh, the Red Wings Tigers. are, you know, full, the Tigers. So if you hang around long enough, the, both of these teams, you know, are, I think one of them is going to win the chip at some point here. Now, when, which one, that, that is entirely up for debate. But I, I, I find it hard to believe that we're here another 25 years and neither one has ever won the thing. You know, I, I just don't believe that. I, I really believe one of them is going to get this done at some point here. That, that's that's just my belief. Now, which one, I, I have no idea. I have no idea. But it can change quickly. It can. Absolutely. 
And especially when you have two of the teams, and, you know, we got two professional sports teams, and both of them have been competitive in different ways. Neither one has been complete, total jokes. Like, no. you know, like, you know, 15 years between playoff appearances. Right. Or, you know. And so, just re- awful and every just year. just awful in between. You know, like, we don't have stuff like that. Mm-mm. Come on now. Let's let's have a little optimism. And I know they haven't gotten it done. I'll give you that. But, you know, it's just not that bad. It, it could be worse. Ask the people in Buffalo. They've been trying for 50 years and, and neither one has ever gotten it done. It's not that bad. All right. That's going to do it for the first hour of the McFarland Show. We'll come back. And we'll talk to Vince Ferrara, and we'll do that next here on WNSR. I'm Daria Albinger. California is getting hammered by a wet winter storm. The Santa Barbara, the Santa Lucia, and also Santa Inez mountain ranges are in that life-threatening flash flooding, meaning they could see isolated amounts up to 10 inches. That whole area in much of California under a flood watch. But on top of that, you've got winds that will gust 40 to 60 miles per hour. ABC's chief meteorologist, Ginger Z. Alexei Navalny's widow, Yulia, says she will continue his fight for a free Russia and that she blames Russian President Vladimir Putin for her husband's death. Navalny also says she has not been allowed to see her husband's body yet. Former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley is trailing former President Trump, heading into Saturday's Republican primary in her home state. A suspect is in custody in last week's double murder in the University of Colorado, Colorado Springs dorm room. Officials say the suspect and the victims knew each other. This is ABC News. Give the star in your life the brightest gift in the world. Name a star after them. This is Rocky Moselle with International Star Registry. For $59 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit StarRegistry.com, you can name a star for birthdays, weddings, or even memorials. Over 45 years, we have named millions of stars for celebrities and individuals from around the world. The star you name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit StarRegistry.com or call 800-282-3333. Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Honey, the credit card bill came, and we're maxed out. Maxed out cards. Rent is due. We just need some extra cash to help us get by. Maybe we should go to 27cash.com. With our bad credit? 27cash.com is one of the largest personal loan networks. They can help people with any type of credit get up to $5,000, and cash can hit our bank account as soon as tomorrow. When you need extra cash, go to 27cash.com. That's 27cash.com. 27cash.com. WNS. Nashville Sports Radio. A friend of mine just bought a new house for the first time. A new house. I mean, my wife and I loved to own a house. So I asked him how he did it. And he smiled and he said he went to the knowledge tree. (laughs) He had this happy look on his face. So I told him to tell me more. And he said, John, the lack of knowledge will keep you poor. Then he handed me a brochure. It was from Knowledge Tree Mortgage. 
Now I understood. And after one phone call, I understood even more. Knowledge Tree Mortgage specializes in first-time homebuyers, folks like me who get the runaround from banks, and he got us pre-qualified. Knowledge Tree Mortgage got us our mortgage. And tomorrow, my wife and I are going to become first-time homebuyers. Here's the number, 859-9599. 859-9599. Money doesn't grow on trees. Knowledge does. Knowledge Tree Mortgage, 859-9599. 859-9599. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Whoa! Now, the McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. Second hour of the McFarland Show here on this Monday afternoon. Hope everybody had a great weekend. Happy President's Day, everybody. What a day hockey, I can tell you that. And the Daytona 500 about, about to get cranked up. Yeah. In fact, we need to flip over to one. Is Fox 17 carrying yes, it? Yes, we are. Okay, we need to flip over to Fox 17 uh, because yesterday was a washout. If you noticed all the college baseball games that were set to take place in Florida yesterday, all of them. I saw UCF was hosting, wow. Florida State was hosting, Florida was hosting, USF was hosting, and they all got canceled. Mm. Monster so a lot rainstorm, of rain, a lot yeah. of rain. Moving down through there. Yesterday. So. so, and of course, it was enough to wash out uh, the weekend. They didn't do the Xfinity, Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. By the way, all those games in Florida were also rained out on Saturday, too. Yeah. So, yeah. so um, it's the whole thing's been a loss down there. Yeah. So, hopefully, they can... Uh, Hopefully you have a good race today. I know Mondays, Monday races typically take the luster off it a little bit because, you know, a lot of the juice has been zapped because not everybody can stay either. Uh, a lot of fans had to leave, you know, go back. Uh, some of them did. So it'll be interesting to see the turnout and all that uh, for the Daytona 500. Uh, but, um, you know, it, it's it's going to be uh, another interesting season for NASCAR. They try to start this race with a cup championship or the championship series race or whatever they're doing these days i know it changes all the time it seems like it does anyway when we got off the air on friday um i was a little disappointed that college baseball was so hard to find like you couldn't it wasn't being televised you had to go yeah it's not really you, you had to go this weekend you had to go the internet route you had to go basically by your phone yeah, internet route because there there wasn't hardly anything, and I get it. College basketball on Saturday, but nothing Sunday, nothing Friday. But uh, Vanderbilt was down. Remember, we we were giving you the score, yes, and they were up good and in control, and then FAU came roaring back, took the lead. FAU was up eleven nine going into the bottom of the ninth, mm-hmm. and Vanderbilt rallied in their last at bat. And won 12, 12 to eleven. Wow! So heck of a win. Walk off for Tim Corbin, and then uh, they lose five four on Saturday. Okay, to FAU, and then they came back 
and got the rubber match game on Sunday. So Vanderbilt starts off the season winning their series. No, two out of three. Two out of three, and they'll be home all this week. I think they play Tuesday, Wednesday, and I think Gonzaga comes to town this weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So home good, all week. Because Thursday is looking questionable on the weather. So Well, good. I don't think they play on Thursday. That's, that's a good thing. Thursday outdoors is uh, going to be rough out there for swimming. We're, we're in a little bit of a stall. I think Vince is uh, still wrapping up his interviews uh, with the Vols. And by the way, we'll talk about Tennessee baseball. They were in one of those showcase tournaments. And uh, they had Texas Tech on Friday, Oklahoma on Saturday, and Baylor on Sunday. Not to be a not to be a homer, but I'll, do you want me to tell you the scores? Of, of what? Of the games? Oh, we know the scores. Uh, Vince is ready to be. Okay. To is be, he okay? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll we'll let Vince do that. Thank you, though. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't want to say anything because I know you some a UT man, but yeah, I'll let you know there was. I had to watch on somebody else's page. Oh wait a minute! What, what does that mean? I don't know. He got a passcode to somebody else. Apparently, okay. Apparently, he got the hookup um, with somebody else there. So, um, gracious, uh, you know, going back to to Vanderbilt here as we get ready for UT and, and Vanderbilt and uh, the talk about that game a little bit. Uh, UT be very gracious to Vanderbilt by not piling it on even more uh, as they could have done. Uh, I, I think that's a, a, a very nice thing for them to do considering, and you never know, things come around, okay? So you don't want to throw too much salt in the wound if you're if you're Tennessee. There's nothing wrong with being a gracious winner, and I think that's what we saw on Saturday night because if not, you know, Tennessee could have literally ran them out of the gym. Not that they didn't, but... You know, I think they could still be scoring right now with the way that game was going easily. Yeah, eighty-eight fifty-three. When you win eighty-eight to fifty-three, and we're calling it a generous and uh, taking your foot off the gas victory. Yikes! Yeah, let's go to Knoxville. Vince Ferrara is standing by ninety-nine-one. The sports animal there does a uh, morning show with John Wilkerson. Vinny, how we doing? Doing well. Uh, yeah, it's not often that you say a 35-point victory really did not reflect what kind of mismatch and blowout it was. Yeah, because they could have won by 50. Uh, yeah, they were up 41 at one point. And, and I'll tell you this, like, being there, there were several times, and you guys would know more than me uh, if this is common. I looked at the faces of some of the Vanderbilt players when they would be jogging back up into the front court couple of them running into the corner looking like they wanted to be anywhere other than where they were. I, I don't know if that's something that has been the case for Vanderbilt this year or if Tennessee just sucked all the hope and will in that game. It was already a blowout. It was early. Uh, but that that was not a, a great look, personally. I don't think some of the looks on the players' faces. Well, it was the second go-around. Uh, you knew it was going to be harder in Knoxville. They played uh, well the first go-around. But, look, kids know. I know this on a youth level. I mean, 11-year-olds know, 10-year-olds know, 12-year-olds know. Uh, they just do. You don't think 18, 19, 20, 21, 22-year-olds uh, know that they're not? They, they probably won in this thing knowing they were not going to win. And when it gets away early, it just, you know, everything just sits uh, sinks in, and then it's, you know, I'm sure the, the checkout factor was, you know, Jerry Stackhouse, I'm sure, was just like, what what am I going to, there's nothing I can say or do. This isn't going to change. We're going to get our you-know-what handed to us, 
and we just got to sit and watch and go through it and hope that it ends sooner rather than later. Yeah, I mean it. It looks. Uh oh. What what the deal was? Yeah. Okay. Where are you, Vince? Are you in the bowels no, of somewhere? I'm inside Thompson Bowling Arena. Here, okay. let me. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. Or Food City Center. Sorry. Used to be. <laughs> I know. That. By the way, that's got to be it's still. I can tell. So it's yeah. still hard to. There's a reason why I asked about that a few week, a few weeks ago. I was like, you it's, know, it's got to be different, Vince. It's technically both, like, but no one calls it Thompson Bowling Arena anymore. Everyone calls it Food City Center. It's the way it is on all the hmm. uh, really game notes and all that kind of stuff. So I'm stepping outside after practice, so it should be better. So good week for the Vols. They go to Fayetteville and absolutely torpedo Arkansas. So let me ask you, just watch. I know you weren't there, but just watching them. Eric mm-hmm. Musselman has had a lot of success at Arkansas. He He's had a lot of success everywhere he's been. He's a really good college basketball coach. I mean, really good. Uh, in fact, he's one of the better ones in the country. And this year, they got they got huge issues. They've had kids. They've been sitting and he- healthy scratches or healthy inactives. Just sounds like without knowing, not without being around the program, sounds like they're a big hot mess. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I don't think you go to three straight Sweet Sixteens, including a couple of Elite Eights and then fall off that fast. Now, I know there's roster turnover, and there's other teams working to get better. Uh, You know, they've had had injuries. They had people leaving the program. I I think maybe they relied on the portal too much, and maybe they didn't get the right portal guys, because that can happen. You can't just bring in, this is the most talented guy. We'll figure it out once we get him here, because I can coach basketball. And, uh, and, and have it work out because sometimes it's, you know, it, it, it can be a step back if you bring in the wrong guys and it's the wrong mix. And, you know, Musselman has always been about talent, whether it's been high school players or portal or, or whatever. Uh, but he's had success at other stops. So I think you gotta, I think you gotta give him a little bit of rope to try to figure it out. But, you know, the, the portal thing would be one thing, just wrong guys. That you know, yeah. I could theorize not sure. Being there. Yeah, no, and look, that's the that's what these coaches have to deal with now, right? If your roster's right. constantly turning over, I mean, you don't. Re- I always say this, and I deal with this on a, on you know on a youth sports level the last five mm-hmm. years. You don't know what you have until they are in your camp or in your nest, however you want right. to say it, right? Until you're around them every day, you don't know what you've truly signed up for. You can watch something from afar, but until they are there with you on a day-to-day basis, you really never know what you what you have until they're there. And right. sometimes and that's a even, good thing. I'm sure like Dalton Connect, they probably had their opinions, and then they get there and it's like, <laughs> whoa, you know, we yeah. just hit jackpot. And then there's other kids you get really excited about, and then they get there and you're like, you know, whether they have a lousy attitude or, you know, whatever it is. And then, you know, you don't feel the same once they get there. I mean, both apply. And then you're talking about young people. I mean, you're talking about youth league, so it's certainly the case. But you talk about college kids that have so much going on in their lives with academics and social life and all that, pressures, who knows, you know, hangers on. There's just so many things that can be pulling at them so maybe they don't have the right focus on the day that you need them or a practice 
they don't have the best focus, and that could lead to them being off in a game, which could be the one bucket that turns a, a win into a loss. So it, there's just it, it's so hard, even when you have those guys, to know what you're going to get game in, game out. I mean, Purdue losing to Ohio State, or you know, there, there's been there's just crazy hard to explain upsets all the time, and it's it's part of youth, man, and youth today, where it is so difficult on these kids. It's not an excuse, but it's, I'm just saying you don't know when you don't know them much less when you do know them. It, it, it can still be difficult. They get Missouri uh, or they're going to Columbia, Missouri tomorrow night. So they're going to get a break Mm -hmm. with playing the Tigers. And then that's Mm -hmm. it down the stretch. Their final five games are going to be doozies. You look, if, if you're a coach and you're looking to have your team in the right mindset going into the, SEC tournament, and then the NCAA tournament, well, guess what, Rick Barnes? You got it. Because ending your season hosting Texas A&M, hosting Auburn, going to Tuscaloosa, going to Columbia, South Carolina, and then finishing things out with hosting Kentucky, uh, if your kids aren't ready to play and they're not in the right mindset, it's going to show in those final five games. Definitely. And I would kind of separate it two and four. Um, in Missouri and A&M. A&M, since they were ultra-motivated to beat Tennessee at home, they have gone back to looking the way they yeah. were before. True. And it's Wade Taylor and, you know, maybe one or other or two other contributors in Radford, and that's about it. And just, you know, I know Garcia has had his moments, but... Um, yeah, like you they, said, they, they have the motivation yeah, knowing right. that they've already lost to them. So, yeah, that's going to be a game where Tennessee should should probably mop them. I mean, they they and, should win by double digits. Right, and you get them at home. So Tennessee's got to take care of business the next two games because of the difficulty of the Final Four where you have four quad one games. And I look at that quad, that, that quad breakdown, the net rankings, every day because it changes and you're you know one day you could have you know a quad two win and then if they do really well after you play them it could move into a quad one win so it's always a moving target tennessee is five and five against those quad one games and uh, and so they've got four of them to close out with a rematch with alabama they're going to be super motivated you're on the road uh in tuscaloosa they have Auburn still always gives Tennessee trouble. And you have Kentucky as well. So it, it it's in South Carolina who beat them before, and Tennessee will have plenty of motivation. So there should not be any letdowns with a competition and then, uh, you know, the trying to, you know, wanting revenge on A&M. There should not be any sort of letdown down the stretch. Look, the SEC regular season title is on the line. And I compared resumes of Alabama and their opponents of Alabama and Tennessee, their six remaining opponents, which does include each other combined record of 42 and 32 identical. So that's even with Tennessee playing O and 12 Missouri, it's still 42 and 32 for both. So that tells you that Tennessee is, you know, is, is playing a lot of really good teams the rest of the way. So it, uh, interesting Auburn, their opponents are 31 and 41, the final six. So they have a little bit easier final six. So maybe that's a window for them to try to kind of creep back in this thing if, you know, if one or both of those two teams slip back. 
Vince, I want to switch gears to baseball a little bit. The Vols open up uh, two and one, it would seem, down there in Texas uh, after big wins over uh, Texas Tech and over Baylor. Um, they get set for SEC play coming up here, not SEC play, excuse me, the home opener, home opener uh, mm-hmm. coming up here uh, tomorrow as they welcome in uh, UNC Asheville. How have they looked uh, so far? I know they're two and one, but what have been the early impressions? Yeah, I think it's about figuring out roles and. Uh, they moved a lot of guys around in the lineup and, and different guys in different positions. A, a catcher, they have really three guys. They technically have, have five that they could play. This is the deepest catching group they've had, which includes NC State transfer Canaan Peebles, who's probably going to be the de facto starter uh, because he's improved so much defensively to go with his big bat. But they have two defensive catchers that will play also, and and so there's that position. So they've had a couple of guys competing at shortstop that didn't play this weekend. Uh, Christian Moore was there after playing at second base early in his career. So he's been there, but still there's a possibility he could go back to second and have one of those other talented young shortstops take that spot. Uh, right field is one that I think you'll see numerous guys. They, they've got still some positions to be figured out, but even more so, I think, in terms of roles with their pitching. Their pitching overall was outstanding this weekend. They gave up uh, five to Oklahoma, and that was four of those are extra inning with some walks and a couple of singles. And they gave up five to Baylor and then shut down the number 21 team at the time in Texas Tech with just two runs, probably the best offense there in that weekend. So I uh, think pitching was terrific, Six, ten different pitchers pitched. And there's still, I think, plenty of candidates for that third weekend starting position, but A.J. Russell started Friday. He struck out the first eight batters that he faced <laughs> in in in, uh, in four-plus. So, uh, and then they went to another transfer in A.J. Causey, who, who was equally good at co-SEC Pitcher of the Week. So they're, they're fine in terms of talent on the mound, but they're still trying to figure out some roles. And I think playing 15 games at home before conference play over the next three weeks I think you'll get more of a chance for this coaching staff to see who's best in what roles, and then they start conference play in three weeks at Alabama. How does two catchers work? I see that you said they're both defensive catchers. What, what are they trying to figure out who's best for who, or what's what's the story there? No, I think it's I think it'll be uh, taking off some of the load in terms of catching uh, for Peebles. Uh, because he can swing the bat, you can you can deploy him at another position. You can DH him. So, uh, and they, and both of those guys, Cal Stark was Tennessee's best catcher last year. He was their catcher in their run to the College World Series. Um, you know, he's improved a little bit offensively, but he's not. He's a he's a a defensive and situational guy. And then also with Charlie Taylor, a, a terrific defensive catcher that can steal strikes for you that they want to keep in the mix as well because of how he handles the pitching staff. So it's more than just the bats, more than, than just defense. They, they, they've got different roles. So I think you'll, they'll probably settle into two for the most part, I would guess, with um, you know maybe two of the three going to Peebles on the weekends and then you know one or two different guys in the midweeks. But you know, right now they've got five games a week, so you're you're not gonna you're not gonna overload any of those guys right now, and then just play it out and see who shows what, and then you you know close down those roles a little bit for conference play. Leave us with this: 
Chase Burns, I saw he made his debut for Wake Forest, who's the number one team in the land, mm-hmm. beat Illinois. I think he had six uh, shutout innings on Saturday, and he, you know, he looks electric. Um, I know they're not going to talk about it, but I'm asking you, how much do you think not having him in their in that rotation is going to affect them this year? Uh, I, I think they have. They still have a lot of really good arms. Now, if some of those other guys that uh, are competing for that third weekend spot, if those guys are not ready, then even if they have a bright future, then yeah, I think it could hold them back early in the season because think of how different people would be looking at this team nationally if it was Burns, Beam, and then a really talented A.J. Russell that a lot of people uh, definitely around the league knew about and that he, when he got his new op- his opportunity, he would be really good. So I think nationally they, they would view him differently, and, um, and maybe it could be some difference in some early season wins, but I do think they have some really good arms candidates. I mean, we're talking more power arms, you know, mid, mid-90s arms. Uh, A.J. Causey, who, who pitched and closed out after uh, the A.J. Russell start on Friday against Texas Tech, he was – Electric stuff, kind of a sidearm delivery, so different from Russell. So they, they've got a variety of arms, right-handers, left-handers, and elite coaching in Frank Anderson. So I think they'll be okay, but if it takes a while, then that's where you maybe could see the difference early in the year. Hmm. Good stuff as always. Have a great week. We'll talk to you next week. All right, sounds good, guys. Always appreciate you guys having me. Vince Ferrara, 99.1 The Sports Animal there in Knoxville. Good stuff from him. As always, wide open the rest of the hour, 615-844-5600 is the phone line and the text line. More of the McFarland Show here on WNSR. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Have you ever met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first 100 people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you. We promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800-649-0142 That's 800-649-0142 Your brain is an amazing thing, but as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. 
Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times National Survey of Pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen. Healthier brain, better life. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Looking for something to take your mind off this traffic? How about a true story of instant success? Did you hear about the two friends who went grocery shopping in Ashland City and picked up everything on their list plus $75,000? Or the one where a truck driver made a last-minute stop off Interstate 40 and drove off with a cool million? All their lives changed in an instant, and yours could too. So stop by your local retailer for your chance with instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing, life-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Are you ready for some March Madness? Then don't miss out on any of the action at the High Valley Conference Basketball Championship presented by United Fidelity as the return of the Ford Center downtown Evansville for March 6th through the 9th as the first entries into the men's and women's NCAA basketball tournaments are crowned. All session tickets and single game tickets are now on sale to each OVC school's ticket office, Ticketmaster, and the Ford Center box office. Visit ovcsports.com forward slash Evansville for more details and be there to OVC it in person. Titans fans, Preds fans, we have you covered. The McFarland Show. They're getting ready to get things cranked up down in Daytona. Got the starting lineups, and they're getting ready to drop the flag or wave the flag, however you want to say it. Yeah, wave the whatever. I know most people. Most people say wave the flag, but you can also say drop. I think drop is appropriate. I think it's appropriate as well. 615-844-5600 is the phone line and the text line. McFarland Show rolling along on this Monday afternoon. Darren and Justin here in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. So you, you, I did not. Yes. Watched the All-Star Game in Indianapolis. Some of it. Yes. <laughs> as much yeah, last night, uh, yesterday. Uh, you know, early in the morning for me, yeah. um, because you know, I I wasn't watching it live, but um two eleven to one eighty six was the final score. Um and it sounds like something from an arcade game. And the NBA has been trying their best to make this game watchable again. The viewership for this game is is half of what it was 20 years ago, literally. I've looked it up. Um, and I don't know what last night's numbers were, but from the 2003 game to the 2023 game, the viewership literally has been cut in half. There's around 10 million people watching this game uh, 20 years ago. That number is now around 5 million people. And the NBA has been promising that the game was going to be more competitive. Well, mm. it wasn't. They played... No defense. And I know they normally don't play defense, Darren, but this time, seriously, it was a layup line for the duration. And after the game, LeBron James, the greatest player in the game today for certain. It's unquestionable uh, who's the best. LeBron is the current best player of this era of the NBA. He was, And this is his 20th All-Star game. He was in that game 20 years ago, I mentioned. He knows the difference. They asked him after the game what he felt about how the game went. 
Is this what players want, though? Is this you think what fans want too? Um, I don't know. I mean, I think it's something we need to figure out. Um, you know, I don't know where's the median because this is what this is what a lot of the games are starting to look like now too. You know, we wanted to, you know, um, get more you know more pace into the games. We want to get more shots. We wanted the game to be more free flowing. Um, we stopped letting the game be, um, you know. Freedom of movement, a lot of freedom of movement now, and that's what a lot of our games is in the regular season now. They let us tighten up in the postseason. Um, so it's a, it's a deeper dive into a conversation of how we can um, shore up this game. Um, obviously, from a player's perspective, you know, it's fun to get up and down, but at the end of the day, our competitive nature don't like just being able to just have free-flowing scoring like that. So, so that was uh, LeBron James after the game. Currently on our television is the celebrity game that they mm-hmm. played on Saturday night. The celebrity game with Micah Parsons and Puka Nakua by far was way more entertaining than the actual All-Star game itself, or at least it was way more competitive. It was fun to watch. Um, and were there some ooh-ah moments yesterday? There absolutely was. But overall, the game was largely unwatchable, unless you were there in person. Uh, I can understand there was oohs and ahs in the crowd, but it was largely unwatchable. And, Damien, do we have the other one up real quick? I don't do a lot of Stephen A. Smith, especially here, but I'm going to make an exception here because Stephen A. had this to say after the game. Ladies and gentlemen, what transpired last night was an absolute travesty. Nearly 400 points were scored. No defense, no effort whatsoever. This is the ultimate indictment against the NBA stars who show up on NBA All-Star Weekend. You play harder in the summer league when you're training. That's all anybody's asking. We all know that when you're playing in the summertime and stuff like that, ain't nobody trying to get hurt. But you still give one another effort because you're working on your game. You can give the fans at least that. So the question is, is it fixable? The NFL decided a few years ago that the Pro Bowl wasn't fixable. So they just stopped playing football. They started playing flag football instead and just made up a bunch of fun games and turned it into something for kids and just gave up on it. They did. Yeah. They did. Mm -hmm. And, you know, some people complain about it, but you know what we're not hearing is, well, why do they keep playing this game? And they're not even trying. All that has gone away. Why? Because they stopped playing it. They just stopped pretending, and they just went ahead and canceled the thing. And I think the NBA is quickly approaching that cliff. Uh, And it may be there, honestly, after last night. I mean, I don't know how you make it more cartoonish than what we saw last night. With 211 to 186. There's just too many times when the guys are just getting out of the way. I mean, they just literally open it up and just do whatever. I mean, there's no... There's no defense whatsoever. Like if you start driving the lane, a lot of times it's just people to run away from, you know, the person dribbling the ball. Like that. That's what Darren. It was so bad. I wanted to the get, NBA All Star game. I what wanted would, to get a ladder and measure the rims, <laughs> and I don't mean the height. I mean the width of the basket, yeah. and just see is the basket bigger? Just by a couple. You know, it don't take much. Just a couple of, if the basket was just half an inch wider, how much more points these guys could score with how good they are. It, it was that bad. I'd never seen, I mean, these were video games type of scores. 
And I, I can't blame anyone for not watching it. I don't know what the numbers are, but it, it, I agree with Stephen A. And, you know, LeBron said it himself. This is kind of what we've been doing. You know, it's just an exaggerated version because they took away hand-checking years ago. And the game that you and I watched in the 80s and 90s, is, is we knew it was long gone, but now we really know it's long gone. And I, I, I'm, I'm slightly disappointed by it. I'm not surprised. I'm disappointed that they let it get this bad. That, that's, that's what I want to say about it. Hmm. 615-844-5600 is the phone line and the text line. Let's go to Jeff. Jeff, what's up? How's it going, guys? Hey, Good. Jeff. I just want to say, uh, if you think you finally played some defense there or not, I've been claiming for it all year. I even, I, I'm a Kentucky fan. I even warded off watching because after Tennessee, after Tennessee debacle when Rupp I didn't watch the last couple of games, and I watched about 12, 13 minutes of the, of the first half. Saturday night because I had to work and uh, uh, I couldn't believe what I was watching. They it's the best they played all year. If they keep playing like that, they'll they won't be a six seed. They might be a two or three by the time it gets through. Yep, and, they, it was uh, a great it was a great win. But look, they have to do it consistently. No, all they have to do is play Vanderbilt. What I was going to say is, uh, and also I, I, I loved Bruce Pearl hollering about three four minutes ago. If I'd been the referee, I'd have thrown him out. I, I, I'm tired of his hollering and his screaming. All these little Williams that got hurt. Kentucky fans complaining on Sunday morning's show, and they complain that if they were down there getting ready to score, and they run their offense, they, and woo, thou, we got to go ahead and check on him. No, you let him run their offense, let them do, then you check on him. You don't, you don't stop the game and work for him. You let him score, whatever they're going to do. You let him score, and then, then you check on the injury. You don't go out in there and we get ready to score. Well, no, I don't want to because somebody's injured. No. Do you agree? Yeah. One as bad as Buzz Williams who ran out in the middle of the four to call but a timeout. Bad, but it wasn't bad. <laughs> but it also, somebody said, dude, he, he, he should lose the shirt. Sir. Lose the shirt. Wear something real. Lose the shirt. I'm not worried about his foundation. Lose the shirt. And he quit cheating. He's, he's Bruce the cheater, and he always will be. Hang in there, guys. All right, Jeff. Thank you. Uh, that was by far Kentucky. Look, you know, I've said it all season. They're offensively. <laughs> they don't have to take a backseat to anybody, talent-wise. Talent-wise. Yeah. When when healthy, too, by the way. Because, you know, they, they've proven when they don't have some guys in the lineup, it does affect them greatly. Okay? Oh, yeah. yeah. But they don't play a lick of defense. Not a lick. It would fit well and, in the and NBA. And they did it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they which look most, like which is where most of them are going. Right. They, 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 they look like an NBA all-star game. They look like an NBA all-star game. That's where most of them are going anyway. Right. So, you know. Look, and Cal's been hearing it. Uh, he has from the fan. I've told you. I've told you the Kentucky fan base, there's a good portion of them. They're over it. Like, they're done. They're done with Cal. They just are. And they're done with this team not playing a lick of defense and getting, you know, 100-plus hung on them. If you'd have told me, They'd have gone on the road and held Auburn to what? Fifth? What was it? Fifty nine? Yeah. Was the final what? Seventy to fifty nine? I think that's right. Like, uh, I yeah. would have said, yeah. are "You talking about a halftime score?" Yeah, I'll buy a halftime seventy to fifty nine. Yeah. What do you mean final? Yeah. Well, that was the case. Again, it's a tremendous win. They looked outstanding. Their defense—it was something we ain't seen all year from them. Let's see if they can continue doing it. Though. Yeah. Because being you have to. Yeah. The coach 
has to get those guys. His job is to get them to buy into that night in and night out. Clearly, up until that Auburn game, they had not bought into the premise of actually playing defense. And they were more of just like, looks like five Kyrie Irvings out there. Yeah, they're putting together the highlight tapes. And the the biggest show, I'm like, Jeff, the biggest show to be Saturday was Bruce Pearl Holland and Calipero screaming on the side. Every time a foul was called, I'm like, who's going to win that match? You know, it's like. They, they just seem like they just really not coaching. The, the refs have tuned them both out. Right. Well, I mean, they understand full but, well who's on both sidelines, and those two have been around for a long they, they've time. But heard the players that don't before. even look like they're paying attention. I mean, Kentucky players are just playing like that dude, uh, Rob Dilliam. He just shooting. Look like he just told him, go out there and shoot. It don't make no difference. Well, he's pretty good. So yeah, he's good. It's not a bad strategy. <laughs> Yeah, but man. but they got a lot more than just. I mean, they have shooters everywhere. Yeah, they can score at will. It's not about Again, the talent. I, I've been telling you this right. I've been talking on the show. Look, them scoring is not going to be the issue. Yeah, them the you know can they keep a team under a hundred in the NCAA tournament to win? You know, can they keep a team under uh, ninety? Can they play to as win a, a game? Yeah, and so you look, know, if you got five Kyrie Irvings, that's not a lot of. We all know if they go to the tournament and they don't play defense, they're going to lose. They just don't. They are. They, they will not win. I don't care how talented they are on offense. All right, we'll take another break. We'll come back. 615-844-5600. More of the McFarland Show here on WNSR. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. Bar Lines at the Omni Nashville Hotel downtown is at the heart of Music City. Located within walking distance of the Country Music Hall of Fame. Lines at the Omni Nation. Watch your team from any seat on their plentiful HD TVs and catch a live show on the Bar Lines stage featuring live music seven days a week. Bar Lines has the ultimate southern comfort food. Get started with classic fried green tomatoes or bourbon barbecue wings. Then it's on to the massive Smashville double stack or the world famous Bar Lines grind. Oh, you've never heard of the Bar Lines Grinder? Two kinds of cheese, lettuce, Dijon, smoked turkey, smoked bacon, smoked ham. Now that's some smoke you want. Local brews and local spirits are on tap at Bar Lines. Take a seat on the patio outside and soak up the rhythm of music lines at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. I like putting parlay bets together, hammering the overs, and anytime player touchdown bets always have me on the edge of my seat. So if you're ready to do the same, visit FanDuel.com slash win and kick off the NFL season. That's FanDuel.com slash win. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 
21 plus in President Kentucky. First online real money wager only $5 pregame money line wager required. First online real money wager only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as is non withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Buyandtow.com. Get cash for junk cars. Do you have a vehicle that's become a problem? You can get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away. They'll buy your vehicle no matter the condition, in your driveway, at your mechanic shop, or even on the side of the road. You can call them at 615-480-6473 or visit buyandtow.com. Get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away. 615-480-6473. Buyandtow.com. That's buyandtow.com. It's a Bill King show. This makes topic is so interesting. I was thinking about the future, the new teams that the SEC and the B1G are bringing in and the Big 12, the 12-team playoff, the lawlessness, the constant change, but now we enter the next playing portion without Nick Saban. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. You're listening to The McFarland Show live on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. Six laps in into the Daytona 500. Already a wreck? Yeah. 21 and 77. That is correct. Boom and boom. Little T-bone action. Six laps in. It's yeah. going to be a long day. Could be a long afternoon. If they're already wrecking. Yeah. Six laps in. Dry as a bone out there, though. Sun is shining. They don't have any of the same problems they had uh, yesterday with the rain. That is for sure. So uh, everything is is flying around, um, but, but on the track, not in the air, <laughs> which is the way you want it. It's going to be an interesting... NFL free agency period. I, yeah. I think it's going to be an interesting offseason because I saw an interview with Sean Payton that was making its rounds, I guess, over the weekend. Okay. And he was on with Rich Eisen. Okay. And he was talking about Russell Wilson. And it just does not seem like they I just kind of, at first I was like, they can't, like, right? Like, they're not going to, like, they're just, they're too invested. It's going to hurt them too much to try to move on from you him. You would think. I don't know. It's I really, do, yeah. I really don't know. Well, I I think there's a real shot. They are moving on from him. I mean, if they can, well, okay, moving on in what way? You can't trade him. Who's going to no. take him? So the you only other to, thing guess, you can do him, is you can cut him eat and eat a it. lot. Eat it, stink. Eat like a Mister Gaddy's Pizza Hut. And you know, Ponder, no, Ponderosa wasn't a buffet. Give me some yes, more buffets. Were, were they? Yeah, wasn't Ponderosa. a buffet. Yes, no, it was, it was more like cafeteria. You could do both at Ponderosa. Ponderosa did have a buffet. Did they? Oh, yeah. No, Ponderosa had a buffet. Cruise ship, Vegas. Yeah. Ryan's. All, Quincy's, Ryan's. All those buffets Quincy's, you know. rolled into one. So here's, here's, the, here's the issue. And I think this may be the long-term plan for the Denver Broncos. Again, They've just gotten their new owner there, who's been there a couple of years now. And they, they've got Sean Payton. you got two options. Either you can try to keep Russell Wilson and make it work. And if you just can't make it work with Russell Wilson, you can cut him, sign a veteran for, for, you know, for next to nothing, and tread water until 
the next best, you know, big thing comes along in the draft and then start over again. Um, and, you know, and, and trust Russell, and trust Russell, uh, not Russell Wilson, but Sean Payton to pick the next great quarterback for your franchise. And it won't be this year. You know that. You know it's going to be, you know, Drake May and, and Williams are going to go at the top of the draft. We already know that. But the following years, uh, there will be the next great hope. There always is. And they could be treading water waiting for that. And so if you're the Broncos, you decide, you know what? We tried. It didn't work. We're done. And just cut your losses. Now, what's the difference between doing that and continuing to play with Russell Wilson? I don't know. I mean, what's the harm in continuing to... You're going to have to deal with it anyway. $85 million in dead money if the Broncos release him. $85 million I mean, in dead money. I would hold on to him another year. Well, here's I mean, what, what's happening. Wh- wh- why do it now? A lot of, this is, the reason a lot of these, are gonna, these topics are going to get brought up is because everybody... There's a lot of these contracts, the way they're structured. Yeah. It's going to be if they are on the roster at this day, then they're going to get an ex- fill-in-the-blank guaranteed money. In other yes. words, yes. they're kind of locked into the next season. Yes. So some teams are going to have to make some decisions here quickly because free agency is just around the corner Yes, on what they want to do with some of these players. And so that's why a lot of these discussions will get brought up. Oh, yes. No, like whether they yeah. want to basically guarantee X amount of dollars for this season. Yeah. No, I understand why the timing is now as in why, you know, this day, February 19th, are they talking about it? I'm just wondering why are they talking about doing something with Russell Wilson this year with this much money left on the contract? Um, and I understand things have not gone well. I get, I get that. But there's a lot of money left. And typically teams don't move on this quickly when you have this much money to go. Well, it tells a story, though, doesn't it? The fact that, that we are having a discussion about someone that would be $85 million against their cap and dead money. Yeah, that's a, it's about a third of your cap. Or I don't know how much the total right. cap is right now, but I would imagine that's close to a third of your cap, is it not? But that's a lot. Doesn't that tell you a story? Of how bad it is? Yeah. It can't that tells be that you. bad. Oh, yes, it can. All right. Yes, it, I mean, <laughs> why can't it? It's, why can't it be that it's bad? Eighty-five million. You're you're painting yourself, and again, unless the plan is to stink in order to get the next great quarterback. If that's the plan, then sure, go for it. Because when you cut them, this is eighty-five million dollars that you can't use elsewhere, which is going to handcuff you in the free agency market. So. That means your plan is to either sign a veteran for the minimum, you know, or draft somebody as a project and then see what happens. Or just, again, tread water until the next great thing comes along, you know, and then letting Sean Payton pick from there. Or firing Sean Payton and then hitting a total complete reset. Hire a new GM who will hire the new head coach who will then draft the next quarterback whenever that, you know, plan comes into place. After they get the number one, number two, or number three overall pick, because they cut Russell Wilson and had nothing left to show for it, it's, it's just a lot. I did see where it looks like Seattle, same deal. When whatever that time frame is, it's very, very soon, or maybe it's already here. I'm not sure. I'd have to go back and look. I saw it over the weekend as well. Geno Smith and Seattle has said, "I don't think it's yet. I think they've already just said, hey, we're going to basically they're going to keep Geno Smith.'" Well, they're going to keep him, and it's like they open have... for trades, is what I've read. Okay. Is that you know they're open to the possibility of trading him to to somebody? But again, 
who wants the Geno uh, Smith contract? Gonna, nobody's going to do that. You know, for, and for what? To you know, give up something? I, like, uh, if you're Seattle, you're just kind of going with them. And, and again, if you're Seattle, you're cutting them and going to what? What are you doing? Right. At the back of quarterback, I mean, is that what you're doing? I mean, it, all these teams you're talking about cutting these guys, what's your plan? Because I'm sure they have one. I, I don't think the Broncos are that you know, dysfunctional. I'm sure they're talking about getting rid of Russell Wilson. That means they've already got somebody or something in mind that they're planning to move to. And I'm sure Seattle thought the same thing. They've got a new head coach up there. I'm sure they've thought about, okay, if we cut, if we let go of Geno Smith or trade him, then what are we doing? Well, we can go with this guy, and we think we can win games with this guy, or we don't think we're going to win games this year. We're looking forward, so by 2026, we'll be ready to compete again. Because you can't tell me everybody thinks we're going to win the Super Bowl every year. People know. They know. Yeah, this is not our year, but we're building towards something. So I we're not worried Ryan, about it. I think Ryan Tannehill is going to end up in Pittsburgh. Well. I do. Well, okay, why? Well, for one, Arthur Smith is the OC. Well, that was a good indication. It's <laughs> a good indication. I, I think they are looking – look – Look, so you think he ends up there as the backup? I don't believe this whole Justin Fields thing is really going to happen. I don't. Uh, and maybe I'm what's, wrong. What's the thing? Identify that, that the they're going to trade him. I don't believe that either. I don't believe that they're going to trade him. I don't believe that either. You know, because there's been the rumor Atlanta or Pittsburgh would trade for Justin Fields. Obviously Atlanta, because that's, you know, his home state. Sure. You know, blah, 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 blah. I don't believe that either. I just don't think they're going to do it. No. No. Why would you? I think he's shown enough that you would keep him versus the unknown that you're going to get with the quarterback from USC. And listen, he could be fabulous. He All indications are that he'll be fabulous. Mm-hmm. But we've seen this before. Mm-hmm. We've seen a lot of folks who were supposed to be fabulous, and then they weren't. Former Steeler Merrill Hodge, I saw him um, at the Super Bowl doing an interview, and I forgot who it was with. He does not think Caleb Williams is special. And the only reason I bring that up is because, look, sure, I know. Whatever you think about Merrill Hodge, he has he has been very opinionated about quarterbacks in the past. He has, and he has been dumped on many times in the past, and he ended up being right. In in a large part, it yes. doesn't mean he's always right. No, no nobody is. No. But I'm saying there's been a lot of times when everybody piled on him and said, "You're out of your mind. You're crazy. You're an idiot. You don't belong." Blah blah blah. And he ended up being right about that guy. Yeah. No, he's gotten more right than wrong when it comes to those kinds of and situations. He doesn't so. think Caleb Williams is special, special. He doesn't think like all the comparisons you he goes, you know, basically the greats. Yeah. The elites. He goes, I do not put him in that category at all. I mean, Bryce Young coming out last year, do we think Bryce Young was this nope. bad? Oh. But I don't think anybody thought Bryce Young. Did everybody think like Bryce Young put him? In the elite elite category, I like guess can't not. miss. No, 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 I don't think so. Never I mean, he wasn't. I can't people miss. People were questioning his size. Yeah, that's true. I know I was. Well, there was a lot of people. Yeah. All right, we'll take our final break. Come back and wrap up Monday's edition of the McFarland Show next year on WNSR. Hi, I'm Jeff Fisher. You know, you've probably heard by now that the Nashville Cats are coming back to Music City. Well, you are correct. 
They're coming back and they're coming in hot. Starting April 27th with the first of five home games at the historic Municipal Auditorium. There will be an additional game at FM Bank Arena in mid-May up in Clarksville, and that will be honoring our military. Single game tickets as well as season tickets are on sale now. For more information, come visit thenashvillecats.com. It seems like everywhere you look right now, someone is sick. This year, prepare your family for airborne invaders like bacteria, pollen, and yes, germs with Navage Nasal Care. Navage flushes ultra-pure, refreshing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. Navage sucks out viruses, dust, and other airborne particles, all the stuff that gets trapped in your nose making you miserable. Don't get caught empty-handed this winter. Get Navage, the drug-free solution that helps you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier. Even better, Navage is HSA, FSA eligible. So Navage is a great way to spend those funds before they expire. Don't wait a minute longer. Buy Navage today and you'll breathe easier knowing you're putting your funds to good use. Navage is available online at navage.com or Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, and Rite Aid. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. Time for another moment in black history. And today we spotlight sports legends like Frederick Fitz Pollard. In 1919, Frederick Pollard became one of the first African-Americans to play in the NFL. One year after making his debut, Prince led his Akron pros to the first ever NFL championship. The following year, Pollard became a player coach with the same team and in effect became the first black head coach in the NFL. This moment in black history brought to you by Sylvester Armour and Armour Realty. As empty nesters, finding a real estate agent wasn't hard, but became difficult. A church member, my sorority sister, and my neighbor's son all were agents. While playing golf, my husband met Sylvester, and our search ended. We were highly impressed by his knowledge of the Nashville real estate market, his 25 years of experience in hundreds of properties sold. Call Sylvester Armour with Armour Realty at 615-485-9211 or armorrealtors.com. That's 615-485-9211. 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna. Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Patrick Mahomes, he's in the GOAT conversation with this win. I'm calling him Michael Jordan, essentially, because he's taking other people's rings. There's no shame in losing to Patrick Mahomes. He's that good. If you just got bested by Patrick Mahomes, you just got bested by Patrick Mahomes. It's Patrick Mahomes. Goat level kind of guy. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNA. You're listening live from the Strike and Spare Studios, downtown Music City. It's the McFarlane Show. Our buddy Johnny in Vancouver, lovely British Columbia, Brought to our attention, there was a lot of day hockey today on President's Day. The Knuckleheads, who are from Vancouver, mm-hmm. were playing in Minnesota against the Wild. That game has gone final. Okay. Minnesota. Minnesota. Wins 10-7. 10-7. 
They're playing Arena League hockey. Ten again? to seven was the final. Must have been watching the NBA All Star game last night. The over under in that game, yeah, was six. Well, I think the over. Both teams got the, the over. over. Yeah, by themselves. <laughs> by themselves. That's crazy. The over under in that game was six. The final score, ten to seven. Wow! Wild! Wow! Remember when I told you scoring was up and on? Yes, you did. <laughs> John Hines and the boys up when, there. When did you? Uh, when did you think you'd see a ten seven hockey score? That final? sounds like the baseball score. You sure that wasn't the Twins and somebody? No. 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 Okay. Wow. Jeez. I mean that that's a lot, but again, it goes to show what the Predators need to be moving towards here. You know, winning games three to two is, is not gonna cut it these days. Yeah. You gotta put the biscuit in the basket if you wanna win in this in this hockey league. Well, they better score in their next game, which is tomorrow night. It's in Vegas. You don't score mm-hmm. against them. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a long night. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. Maybe this road trip, nice win in St. Louis on Saturday afternoon. Maybe this is a, a good thing for them. Get out on the road. Well, get away from everything. It's going to be good one way or the other. Either it's going to be good that they're going to not do well and further cement exactly what they should be doing with their future as far as the trade deadline, or they're going to do well and move forward in this season to see if they can do something special here. Where you don't want to get stuck if you're them is this no man's land where when, you're kind of good and kind of bad. Now you don't know if you're if you're in the water or on the shore. You, you don't yep. know what you're doing. All right. Have a great rest of the day. That's going to do it for us. Bill Keen will get things started tomorrow morning at 6 a.m., followed by JB and the General, 9 to 11. And then we'll catch you at 2 o'clock. We'll see you then.